Did a little bit of a double take there when I heard Mark Madriga mention the words potential snow in the forecast. And yeah, this weekend looking a little bit messy weather-wise. We'll see what happens. I don't know. So often we forecast that and it doesn't really happen. So, you know, fingers crossed on that. Uh, let's check in with our Richard Dustman this morning because even if it snows here, Richard, we know it's probably not going to snow in Victoria, is it? Well, my kids hope it would snow here. Like, they're of the age, and I grew up in Ottawa, where there is a lot of snow. Uh, but my kids grew up on the West Coast, and they love it when it snows. Like, this Me is something too. they look forward to, and these are the days they remember. And, yeah. you know, I'm lucky I live in Victoria and work in my basement, and school's a block away that I don't <laughs> actually have to get in my car. So I'm, I'm sort of okay at this point, too, if it snows. So. Right. Let's bring it on if it's coming. All right. Good to know. It also explains you as being such a big fan of the Ottawa Senators. So I yes, like I course. like the uniforms. The hometown team, Simi. I know. I know. I like the uni- I like the uniforms that they wore the other night. I like that uh, that black and red That's jersey back. that they had gone in. It is bad. Yeah, I liked the it. Old, the you old mean, logo is back. I like it. I like it a lot. Okay. Let's talk about what's going on out there uh, political-wise. Uh, restrictions being lifted in February. Is there any hope that's going to happen? Yeah, it sounds like it may be. What? Dr. Bonnie Hannery was asked for the first time yesterday to sort of look forward. The context of the question was around, you know, should be people be canceling uh, things around Family Day uh, as well as uh, the Super Bowl she brought up as well, which will come up in February after uh, the original uh, date of these restrictions expire, which I believe is February 6th or 7th. And so uh, it sounds like, based on what we're seeing in transmission, uh, that there's a possibility we could have uh, some of those restrictions eased and we could move back uh, to what we saw uh, in October and in some places in the province, uh, November and then into December. So that would be, you know, we may have the ability to, to see friends and family again in our backyard at a physical distance or um, other sort of permutations around the social gathering. But we're far ways away from that now. It seems like if we continue this trend that we've seen where hospitalizations are going down, uh, cases continue to go down, we start getting more and more people vaccinated, that there is a good chance, a chance, let's call it, in February, that there could be an adjustment. That could include uh, kids being able to play uh, sports games again, which is something that a lot of people are struggling with. All of this obviously has to do with the risk associated with spread, community spread. There are some communities now, uh, interior health especially, where there are real concern. Williams Lake is one of them. We've seen issues in Revelstoke. We've seen issues in Golden. You know, those areas are still areas where there are real problems. But if you look at the numbers in Coastal Health and Fraser Health in Metro Vancouver, things continue, the, the trend lines continue to go in the, in the right direction. You know, should you be planning a big trip on family day to go to a ski resort or to go, you know, somewhere else in in the province? I would strongly suggest do not do that. You know, even if the transmission goes down, we know the travel is not going to be suggested at least until we get more people uh, across the province vaccinated. So don't expect this to be a normal family day. 
but potentially one where you can spend it with more of your family due to the changes on social gatherings. I think I think a lot of people like myself are just very apprehensive, right? Like it just seems like we came so close this time. Like we fought this thing down again the second time and I'm very apprehensive about loosening things up because it's it's really hard to contract it again if we have to. Yeah, and it's going to be a long time until we are back to any semblance of normalcy. And any shift will be incremental. So don't look at these upcoming events as this opportunity to get back to what you're missing and what is normal. That's not how this works. And and you said it exactly right, Simi. We worked very hard to get the curve back down. The second wave was brutal in terms of the spread of the virus. Uh, and now we're at the point where uh, we can think about taking those additional steps with multiple layers of protection in place. You know, if there are no restrictions in place for Super Bowl, it doesn't mean jam all of your friends uh, in your basement or at the local bar and celebrate watching football. It means doing it in a way that you can provide those layers of protection, but that you can get back to seeing some of those people you haven't been able to see uh, because, you know, there's also the acknowledgement about how important that is for mental health as well. No kidding. Okay, what about summer, though? Uh, You know, do you think most people will be vaccinated by summer? How's the BC government feeling about that? Yeah, so we'll get details. It sounds like it's going to be on Thursday that we will get details from Dr. Bonnie Henry Uh, and Health Minister Adrian Dix and likely Premier John Horgan around the next phase of vaccinations. And it sounds like those mass vaccinations are still scheduled to start in April, but it's going to be done in a way that those that are the most vulnerable of the general population will get it first. And uh, the uh, younger people, uh, less vulnerable to severe illness, to covid will still have to wait likely as late as into September. So there's no guarantee that by summer everybody will be vaccinated. It is going to take time to implement the mass vaccinations. And we still could see, you know, issues around distribution. We know Pfizer has uh, reduced the shipments over the next three weeks. The big reason for that uh, is to ensure that they're upgrading their capacity for long-term distribution, that's a that's a good sign. So yeah. I think people should see this summer uh, very similar to last summer, where you know we were able to see people uh, mainly outdoors. We could visit, but those indoor social gatherings, those big events, you know, concerts, sporting events, that still seems very unlikely this summer. Although you know that's going to evolve over time, but I see this summer very similar to last summer with you know a brighter light at the end of the tunnel in, in terms sure of mass so. vaccinations and and ever the province has promised that it will be you know by september uh everybody will that wants to be vaccinated will be vaccinated oh i sure hope so okay you mentioned young people there and that brings up the question like should we be concerned about the cases in young people five cases reported over a week of kids going to icu with the virus I think it sounds concerning from Dr. Bonnie Henry, and and these are uh, people from the age of 0 to 10, two of them, uh, from 10 to 19, three of them, uh, during a one-week period. It was part of the BC CDC weekly report. But what was really interesting about the timing is that this came 
two weeks after school had let out. So Dr. Henry said she does not believe that this has anything to do with spread inside of schools. This had to do with community spread or household spread. And uh, it is the first time we've seen in this province uh, young people under the age of 20 go to intensive care. And so that's concerning, but it should be concerning about the way in which young people you know, behave themselves. And it can be a reminder to parents uh, to speak uh, to their kids that this virus does not just impact, you know, those in long-term care, mm-hmm. those over the age of 80. There are young people getting sick and, and quite sick as well. All five people have fully recovered, Simi, uh, but it still should be uh, a moment of reflection for parents as they speak to their kids about this virus. And speaking of long-term care then too, are we going to see a loosening of restrictions, do you think? Is that down the road? Yeah, so it sounds like Dr. Henry said yesterday to a question I asked that by mid-March, they hope there'll be more flexibility uh, for people to visit their loved ones in long-term care. And that is after everyone in long-term care is vaccinated. But there are also problems around the essential visitor designation. You know, only about 24% of residents in long-term care have an essential visitor uh, designated to them. And Isabel McKenzie, the province's seniors advocate, would like to see every a single resident in long-term care have an essential visitor designated to them. And and one of the things I've heard a lot about since our story aired last night on the NewsHour, Simi, is there's this patchwork of enforcement of the way these regulations go from care home to care home. And a lot of people are calling for the province to step in and say, well, you must, you know, these are the rules that must be followed in every care home so that there is some consistency so loved ones can see loved ones if they're in long-term care, some of them haven't seen a loved one since last March. Mm. And so by the time we get to this easing of restrictions, it, it will be a full year. All right. Well, hopefully something will change there. Richard, thank you. Yeah, thanks, Simi. Have a great day. You too. That's Richard Zussman, our global news reporter over in Victoria.